The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? And he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, What shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, This is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods. And I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Back at one of my high school jobs, one of our regular clients was a man who was writing a novel. And each time that he would pull his car up to the storefront, it appeared as though he had collected one more book inside his car. You see, his desire for creative writing, albeit a good desire, quickly became for him an obsession, and an obsession that created blind spots for him in his life. He was filling his life, his car, most specifically here, with so much of writing, books, what have you, that it began to cause blind spots in his life and literally put other people's life and his own at risk. I think this is a powerful image for us to keep in mind this Sunday, to maybe ask ourselves, does my life look like the inside of that man's car? Because all of our readings this weekend lead us to discern our possessions and the nature of our obsessions. Vanity of vanities, the author of Ecclesiastes says. He who's writing as King Solomon, a man who had all the worldly wealth he could want, points out throughout this book how nothing the world provides can truly satisfy us. St. Paul in our second reading says, put to death the parts of you that are earthly. Not saying that material world is bad for some reason, but no, he's rather simply telling us that we should condemn our obsession to the things of the material world. He says, put to death immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and the greed that is idolatry. And Christ in today's gospel follows that up by talking about this caution to greed. He says, guard against all greed, for though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. And we are reminded that life is worth so much more than the possessions that we have over obsessing over those possessions. And Christ does not condemn wealth, but rather he tells us that we must keep it in check. As that man who is writing novels, our possessions can quickly become like that clutter in the car, a collection of earthly things that begins to take our attention away from our road to eternity and even limit our seating capacity from being able to lead others to that same destination of the heavenly kingdom. 
And money, as we know, is not the only wealth that can take possession of our life that we can be obsessed with. Our wealth can extend far beyond that. Maybe it's even a talent that we have that we can take great pride in. Albeit, again, not a bad thing, but it can quickly become something that consumes us. Our wealth can be a relationships that we have, connections that we have, or maybe, especially for those in the latter years of our life, we can have a wealth of time. And all of this wealth can become those earthly things that are meant to serve us, but ultimately our wealth must prepare us for eternity. And so are we investing this wealth that we all possess, are we investing in it wisely? in something that benefits us and others for eternity? Or is that wealth simply becoming an obsession for us, filling up the seats next to us like those novels, drawing our attention away from our destination? For this man that would come to the door, his wealth of books became a literal hazard for his journeys. And the message of Scripture today is a safety briefing, reminding us that our life does not consist of possessions, but rather that we must have an obsession, an attentiveness, a sincere attentiveness to the life of God. And we are to keep our eyes then fixed on the road and our thoughts to our destination, as Paul says, to think of what is above and not of what is on earth. And so my brothers and sisters, each and every one of us is on our own journey to eternity. Each of us in that journey is like that man in his car. And our obsession, with our possessions can become that clutter that prevents us from comfortably bringing others with us and comfortably seeking out the kingdom of God. It can fill our back seat. It can block our sight lines to heaven. But our possession of even the smallest of sin can become like a little toothpick, something that we think is okay to have sitting back in the car. But as many of us know, those two can begin to poke us and make that journey uncomfortable. Christ reminds us that our goal is to get ourselves and those who are dear to us to heaven, to get us and those who are next to us to the treasury of heaven, regardless of what our car looks like on the outside. Therefore, we must then take care to be attentive to the wealth of our lives, the wealth of our riches, and we must develop and treasury of the interior life. We must become good stewards of the wealth of our riches, the wealth of our talents, the wealth of our time, the wealth of our relationships, putting them at the service of God and neighbor, so that our life does not consist of possessions, as Christ says, but rather it consists of receiving gifts from Him and regifting them for the sake of others. This week, then, let us consider if our life looks like this man's car or not. The basic question that we must ask ourselves is what is our wealth at the service of? If our wealth is merely at the service of our ego, we have to let it go. If our wealth is at the service of our family, we must ask, is it for the sake of our family's eternal benefit? But I think ultimately the question that we must ask is, is our wealth at the service of my sanctity? If it is, then it becomes not only that car who is dialed in, who is safe for the road, that's clean of clutter, but it becomes that one whose GPS is locked in to the destination of heaven, and the one whose driver is focused on nothing other than eternal life. May we become then greater stewards of the wealth that each of us have been given, so that we may focus on storing up for ourselves treasure in heaven, 
and may we bring others to that treasury that is a life in jesus christ.